All right, here we are, nine episodes in. You know what it is. It's Coach Bill, it's Coach Eric. We're here to give you our hot takes. This is what we do. Yeah, yeah, baby. Happy to be back. Hot mm. takes with Bill and Eric. Coach Kaz in the building. Yeah. Bill redacted. Yep. Ready to give you that fire. I'm really settling into this role, I have to say. You know, we were inconsistent in the podcast game before, but now that we have our show, we've got our season going. This yeah. is, I feel, really, really good. Yeah, and I have felt a distinct shift in the podcast game since we have you know you know the sports podcast genre has been altered forever by us i think yes we have we've really made our mark Mm -hmm. in the sports podcasting game yeah we have had a very eventful week which i feel like we say every week i know well hey we're busy important people so you know we're gonna have busy weeks yep what went on this week well things have finally reached a tipping point with the women's basketball team here at Washington and Lee. And it's happening. We're squaring off. I am incredibly confident. We've, Mm. this is not the first time we've had beefs with women's teams at our college. This happened at Kentucky. This happened at Michigan State a couple times. And we crushed them Mm. every single time. Yeah, I think this is going to be a huge victory for men. I think the fact that they finally agree to the matchup is great. There is a lot of concern amongst our guys yeah, because their team is really good, Mm -hmm. and we are still struggling a bit. Yeah. I am fully realizing that heat basketball is not always the easiest for certain kinds of players and by certain kinds of players i mean bad players bad players yeah those who can't dunk those who can't shoot threes regularly and and i don't want to you know crap too hard on my boys because they are my boys they are not what you would call the most talented team we've ever had it's very hard to dunk and shoot threes exclusively when you can't dunk and shoot threes yeah 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 we've had some shorter players players with their hops aren't insane. Yeah. And, you know, sh- three shooting is always going to be difficult, right? So if you're not naturally talented at that, just having that beaten into you over a season might not work all the time. And so my players have said, can we not play heat basketball against this team? Because they think we can win if we just play regular basketball and, uh, just play them like a regular team. We would beat them. And I fully agree. But I know that's not how I like to play. That mm-hmm. is a game without dignity, a game without game reels. Yep. Uh, and Which, that's not how I subscribe. That's not how I subscribe to the game of basketball. I want to play in a way that brings glory and honor to my players. I want to walk out of that gym having just reamed the yeah. women's team, <laughs> feeling like, yes. <laughs> We did that correctly. Yeah, yeah, that is the idea. That is the goal. And even though Washington Lee is not the school with the highest pedigree we've ever been at Mm -hmm. in regards to basketball, uh, we do plan on, you know, maybe staying here for a couple seasons or so. Uh, Obviously, this season has kind of been a wash. There's most likely not going to be... March Madness, that is probably not going to happen in its full form, and our season has been greatly curtailed. So I think we might stick around. 
I am really taking a liking to the school in the area. I think the students are starting to come around on They've us. They've warmed up to us a little bit. Obviously, yeah. there was a lot of tension because our salaries had risen, <laughs> raised their tuition, even though they weren't here on campus. So there was a lot of... Uh, a lot of ire directed towards us. Yeah, unfounded controversy. Yeah, I mean, they got over it. Yeah, so that's been great to see. Uh, but yeah, we're here, we're settled in. I just bought uh, some garage space for my roadsters, so mm. I've got a whole fleet of those. Uh-huh. I just moved into a beautiful 37-floor walk-up, <laughs> so it's... Wait, wait, I'm sorry. An apartment on the 37th floor that you had to walk up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was built before the whole elevator code okay. thing was necessary. So I get my workout in every morning. I was and so I you better so, not forget So let's anything. break down your life. Mm-hmm. You drive a car gets, that gets a half mile to the gallon that you have to refill oftentimes on the side of the road by hand with mm-hmm. cans of gasoline that you keep in the back. <laughs> Yeah. And you live in an ancient apartment building with mm-hmm. an apartment on the 37th floor yeah. that you have to walk up to get to. Yeah, yeah. It keeps me in great shape. Obviously, people see me and they say, wow, that guy is fit. He's yeah. an athletic specimen. Part of that is just practical. Re- you can't live yeah, in a 37-floor walk-up without being in good shape. Exactly. You, you, you've got, you're living a rough life. You've, you've definitely made your life harder for yourself. I, I think it, it reminds me of how things were, mm. and I like that. And I've made a lot of friends on uh, you know, the 10th floor mm-hmm. and the 20th floor, <laughs> yeah, so when I you're, can stop in. When you're throwing up and yeah. crying. <laughs> yeah, when I'm winded. And I, it's made me remember everything. Because if I even get halfway down and right. I realize I forgot my phone or something, I am scurrahood. Yeah, I, I've heard some reports that the first few trips weren't the smoothest for you. I heard there was weeping. Yeah, there was and, a small and, news and rage. team. There was a small news team there just to see how that was going because... Well, someone called the police because of the noise that right. you were making as you were trying to get up. Yeah, it turns out that news team was actually an assortment of cops. Uh, that then called the news because they realized there wasn't a disturbance. Oh, yeah. But there was a help. changing it. <laughs> yeah, there was news reporters <laughs> and cops. Well, the... <laughs> Well, they realized that you weren't a danger to anyone, Mm-mm. but it was hilarious to see you dragging yourself up the yeah, steps. Yeah, SNL was there. I mean, there were a lot of people who were observing what yeah, was going SNL on. SNL came down to Virginia. They obviously spoofed it. We all watched it. And even though I don't find SNL funny. It's anymore, not funny anymore. No. <laughs> it's not funny anymore. That sketch, I will give them some credit, was entertaining. And uh, I also, uh, one morning, I said, let me cut some corners here. Took a laundry basket, hopped in that, tried to just send myself down the stairs. Did not work. Yeah, immediately. Every half a flight, I would just crash into a wall. and But I kept trying right. all the way down. Immediately concussed yourself. What, what have you settled into the area? I've re-upped my lease on, okay. my, on my house. You know, I, I have, you know... 150-month lease? Yes, 150-month yeah. lease. Smart. Just because I see myself staying here for a while. Yeah. Uh, and I've got some great lawyers. So if I need to get out of here on a jam, I can. Yeah, but I don't see that happening. I, don't see, I do not see a conceivable future where we leave within the year. Obviously, 
because I might get sick and tired of coaching these bums. I'll mm-hmm. be honest, after two seasons, I might want out and go to some place with a, a little higher level. But I like these boys. These mm-hmm. boys are hard workers. They, even though they are not the highest skilled, they work hard and they're trying their best with heat basketball. And that's really all you can ask for as a coach. Yeah, yeah. Coach Eric's house is, is beautiful. This mm-hmm. lease he's got is great. Do not buy property. It is a horrible investment. It will age poorly. Don't do that. If you want to buy something, buy something that's value increases mm-hmm. over time. A car. Right. If you buy a watch, put yes. lots of diamonds on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and make it better. Bust make it down. It, yeah. Bust down your watch. Bust down your cars. Yeah. You know, if you want to get a car, put some new rims on there. Dazzle your cars, folks. Put some new rims on it. Yeah. Don't buy property. No, don't buy property. Lease, lease, yeah. lease, lease. I, <laughs> I cannot stress enough. Bill has been a whiz when it comes to finances. Mm. Where I know you've been pouring a lot of money, you said, into oil and airlines this oil, year. Well, oil I've since rolled back. It feels like it's maybe not going to go in the right direction. But I was deep into oil back in like April. Now I'm pretty heavily on airlines, any kind of travel company. Right. I'm sinking all the money into it. And AMC. Yes, I'm single-handedly funding AMC. I just bought Regal. I've got a whole bunch of chains of movie theaters. These theaters are great, and I think if I could sell it mm, this month, I'd get yeah. the best deal for it. Yeah, that, that sounds like a plan. So I think that's a pretty succinct update of yeah. what's going on with us. Real smooth. Really clean. Uh, let's jump into today's topic. Yeah. So today's topic is something that we've been thinking about for a while. We've touched on it briefly uh, mm-hmm. in past episodes, but today we want to talk about Hollywood and kind of its impact on our culture and the way it's brainwashing everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously have a lot of takes about this. Now I'm just going to get something right out of the way. Something out of the way right off the bat. Yeah. Yes, I tried to make it briefly as an actor. Mm. And obviously my career was derailed when I was cast to play and then accepted the role of a very famous civil rights leader. Yes. Uh, who was black. Right. I am not black. No. That sort of derailed my career. Yes. And so you might be thinking, hey, Coach Cause, is all your resentment towards Hollywood based in your resentment towards the fact that you couldn't make it there? No. And to that I would say no. 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 I've hated Hollywood for a long time. Right. And just because I was rejected and my dream was crushed does not mean I cannot look through a clear lens. Yeah. So I just want to make that clear right off the bat. If there's anything this podcast doesn't lack, it's perspective. Mm. We have the ability to just step back and look at something objectively in a way that a lot of other platforms do not. Yeah. I think we have really level-headed views mm-hmm. and just a, a crystal clear outlook on the world. So you know when we're talking to you about this stuff, it's unbiased, yes. it's raw. Hey, it's hot takes. So let's get right into it. Mm-hmm. What bugs you about Hollywood? Oh, well, I hate, I mean, what can't, don't I hate about it? Mm. It's just become a playground for SJWs, and that means social justice warriors, for all of you who don't know. And they're constantly talking down to me. 
they are constantly telling us that we're wrong, that we're hillbillies or something. And I just don't appreciate it. Yeah. The amount of times I've been called a hillbilly by some <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> elitist is through the roof. Right. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And to have these little self-aggrandizing award shows where you get up on your little stage and talk about these different things that mean a lot to you that is not the time or place just be quiet and act yes just Just make films that i like all right what are some of our favorite movies because hollywood sometimes strikes gold okay what's a couple what are maybe a few movies that you like the great wall Mm. Mm. yeah that was great there was no no sort of slip up there. That was the perfect execution, mm. right? Uh, that was one of my... The Great Wall, that's one of my favorites, obviously, about the Great Wall of China starring Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. Perfect casting director. Ooh, and everyone's saying, oh, he's playing an Asian man. No, he's playing a white guy that becomes right. the main character of this story. That so is no. based in ancient China. Right. Uh, yeah, the British sent somebody right. or something. And people are always like, well, isn't it hypocritical because obviously anytime anyone's like oh you need more diversity in all movies yeah. and i say well what if i'm making a movie about nazi germany can i put black people in that movie which they try right <laughs> with the one with the girl from uh hunger games either way where she falls in love with a nazi i mean uh, these movies really exist well, either way but i get on that soapbox real fast yeah historical Accuracy is important. If I'm making a movie about a white country in a white time, I need white actors. Yeah, yeah. and the same argument <laughs> does not work against that Great Wall movie. Oh, it's about ancient China. Why is there a white guy in it? And so that because is Matt a- Damon's a great actor. <laughs> I know that got a little emotional, but what I'm trying to say is Hollywood is oftentimes trying to have it both ways. They scream at me when I'm trying to make a historically accurate film. If I'm making a film about Nazi Germany, it's going to be about mostly white guys. But then, if I put Matt Damon in a movie about ancient China, they get upset because it should be an Asian actor, historically accurate. Well, what do you want? You got to choose one there, right? There isn't a balance between those two things. You either have Matt Damon in ancient China... Or I get to cast as many white people as I want. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like we haven't made this clear enough. You've tried to kind of get on the inside of Warner Brothers and, yeah. and a few other major studios. Uh, I produced and was part of the pitch team for Ghost in the Shell, mm. casting Scarlett Johansson as yeah. uh, the main character. who, And we caught a lot of blowback because obviously the character was originally Asian, mm-hmm. and we cast Scarlett Johansson. What I like to do is, because, like I said before, there is no middle ground to any of this. Mm-hmm. I either get to cast whoever the heck I want, or we have to be strict about these types of things. And this is just one of many Hollywood paradoxes. We've got caught up on this, because this is obviously one that I've had personal contact with Mm -hmm. but again trying our best obviously we're not allowing my personal failures to cloud our judgment but yeah we're talking about hypocrisy and Mm -hmm. it's everywhere um these award shows or all these social media campaigns with actors trying to tell us how to live our lives 
And what I don't think you understand is if you're an actor or if you're a person who's very visible, your opinion is meaningless. (laughs) And you should hashtag shut up and act. (laughs) Which is a little hard to do because sometimes you have to speak Mm, to act. Yes. (laughs) So we should maybe tweak that. Okay. And shout out to uh, Laura Ingram, Ingram yes. for inspiring this. But we we got to get her on the phone. We got to come up with something We've, that's just as snappy and yeah. brilliant. Been trying to get Laura Ingram on the pod. Have not heard back from her people. Well, also, we have some... Right. Have a couple trepidations, but seems like an, a little liberal for me. But seems like an open-minded person. When Jay-Z found out that Cristal was a racist company, he started Ace of Spades, Mm -hmm. his own champagne line. And I find that very inspiring, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm starting my own Hollywood. Wow. And And this is big news, guys. This is big news. Look, I know that Hollywood has that name recognition. Mm. It's been around forever. It's what people know. So I need to come up with something that's snappy. Mm-hmm. But is still me. Right. So I am calling it Bollywood. I am starting my own Hollywood called yes. Bollywood. Yes, Bollywood. This Bill's is a new thing. Hollywood. Yes, this is a completely new thing. Google Bollywood. Please Google there that. There is a Bollywood. Bill's website is up there. Yep. Bollywood.biz. Yes. <laughs> Bollywood.biz. Um... Because, yeah, we have found that Hollywood is just no longer open to people like us. And it's a cabal of evil liberals. Because some people might say, oh, well, it's just a cultural thing. You know, people who are attracted to the arts are oftentimes more liberal because conservatives are attracted to making money and business, which is sometimes diametric to art in certain ways. Mm -hmm. And so just... It happens to be more liberal people are in those places, and they're going to act a certain way. So it's just a cultural thing. And to that, I would say no. No. There is an evil cabal of liberals (laughs) trying to keep us out of Hollywood. But there is not any sort of systemic bias against anyone else. We are the victims. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are victims. So... If you want to be in a movie, if you want to be on a set, and you're tired of this brainwashing that's Mm. going on in Hollywood, look up Bollywood film casting. I have received a lot of Indian actors submitting their resumes, their reels, which is great. And doesn't that debunk this whole identity politics thing? Yes. Yes, it really does. And I I want to say I think that's great. It's mm. just been an overwhelming majority, and yeah. I'm not sure why. I would love to diversify, mm-hmm. but yeah, clearly these people they have seen my message, they yep. know what I'm about, and that is why they are signing up for these Bollywood movies <laughs> that I'm casting. That being said, we do want to shout out some figureheads in Hollywood oh, yeah. who are holding it down for us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with John Voight. John mm. Voight, the face of Hollywood. Mm. Yes. Current, uh, somebody that all the kids look up to. I was going to say, if there is someone that can excite the youth to become conservatives, Mm -hmm. it's John Voight. Yeah. 
John Voigt has used his platform for good. He's mm-hmm. voiced some opinions that are more similar and in line to ours. Every 18 months or so, he yeah. jumps on Twitter with this dramatically mm-hmm. lit video and says how we should maybe give Trump a second chance. Who else is out there? That uh, maybe Roseanne says? Barr mm. really got slighted by... We should have talked about her maybe in our PC. You know, she made a funny joke. Yeah, just like Steve Bannon. Yeah. Just like Eric with that Title IX joke. I mean, just... It's, it's called humor, people. Yeah, and if you didn't find it funny, hey, that's fine. If it's not your cup of tea, that's fine. But don't go and try to cancel the woman over it. But yeah, Roseanne, I know she is still huge in hot. If there was a, I know you're trying to get her to do some Bollywood stuff. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Um, Roseanne, come to Bollywood, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's a good wrap-up of Hollywood. That gives you a good idea of what's going on. We debunked a lot, right? Mm-hmm. We exposed a lot. We yes. told you how yeah. there's the, uh, what was the term? The evil used? cabal of liberals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's move into our segment, originally titled Storytime, that was then changed yes. to weight off our shoulders. Yeah. Um, this is the time for us to talk about some old stories and to either, we'll see, depending on what story we tell, mm-hmm. to clear our name and uh, fight back against the evil mainstream media or confess. confess to some wrongdoing. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll get into that. Do you want me to tell the first story? Do you want to talk about one? Yeah, why don't you jump okay. in there? So this one is going to be more along the lines of I have to confess to some stuff. Because okay. I've had this weight on my shoulders about this. So back in 2014, we were at uh, a university down in Florida, and I was psyched. Love Florida. Florida seems like a great place. In the words of a very great and innocent man, Roger Stone, Florida is a sunny place for shady people. Love that. Free Roger Stone. Either way, psyched out of my mind to be there. Going to take these guys to the Final Four, Heat basketball the way. We were running into some trouble with Heat basketball and the Miami Heat being down there. We got into a little back and forth, but again, we agreed to tease. Um, And we had the star player. We had this star player. He was going to take us all the way. Great talent. Well, his last name, I don't want to dox him, so we'll just call call him Jones. That'll be his last name, Jones. And because I was in Florida... You should change the name, though. Oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, his name was Kent. His name was Kent. No, that was his first name. Shoot. Uh, his name was... Um, Eric. No, that's my name. Shoot. Um, his name was... Uh, oh. Uh, uh, shoot. Bones. Bones. Nice. Okay, so Bones was our star player. And he was... Excellent. Small forward, he could shoot, he could dunk, the full, complete Heat basketball player. And I was enjoying my time in Florida quite a bit. Because it's Florida, you know, there's some good stuff down there. And so I was enjoying myself, and I admit, I showed up to, allegedly showed up to a couple practices, buzzed, and was just enjoying myself. It was just for recreational use, I didn't have a problem. But someone at the school caught wind of it, and I could not lose that job. We were halfway through the season. We were looking really good. So I did something that I'm not proud of. I framed Bones. They were coming. They knew there were drugs around the team. So I took the cocaine, put it in his locker, and they came to me, and they said, excuse me, Coach Cos, we've heard 
there's a drug problem on this team. And I went, ugh, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but I, I know who, I, I know who it is. And Bones was kicked out of school. His illustrious career was cut short. I have not spoken to him since. I heard he's not doing great. And so I just wanted to come clean and say, it was me. It was my cocaine. Bones was the most straight-laced guy I'd ever met. He didn't party. He didn't cheat. He was a good student. This guy had a future. And I may or may not have ruined it. What a powerful, powerful mm. story from Coach yeah. Eric. And it, I'm big enough to say that I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Yeah. I should have framed some other kid. I want to point out a silver lining in this story. Mm. Which is, you saved this man from the NBA. I was just about to say that. He never went into the NBA. He was definitely going to be drafted probably mm. really, really close to number one, yeah. if not that number one spot. And you instead sent him to jail for a drug addiction that he never had. Oh. And they have basketball hoops in jail. Yeah. He there. He excelled. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's my story. Weight off my shoulders. I framed an innocent man, and I don't regret it. <laughs> so... So in this case, your story was a confession. And it also could be seen as a nice thing, because I saved this young right. man from the NBA. Right. My story goes back to 2003, mm. when we were at Georgia Tech. This is a significant year. Yeah. And people on Parlor have been asking me for an explanation. Yeah. Because in the past 20 years, it's the only year we didn't take a team to the Final Four this mm. past year excluded because yeah. there wasn't a season for whatever reason. <laughs> um, at Georgia Tech, Coach Eric and I found a player and we've never seen a player like him since. Yeah. Truly a, a, a life-changing figure in both of our lives exemplified heat basketball i mean he brought it to life in ways that we didn't even know were possible yeah. this guy was an inspiration on and off the court mm. we deified him we we made him our god we did everything for him the the preferential treatment we gave him Oof. insane yeah he was someone who his whole life had played the five spot. We moved him up to the two. Yes, we said sir. you were born to be a 6'11 shooting guard. No, you don't have a lot of history shooting threes. You're going to become our main three-point shooter. Yeah. You're going to dunk. Mm -hmm. You're going to be the figurehead of this team. We put all of our faith in the center being our shooting guard. We believed in it. We still believe in it. We're talking about Christopher Bosch. <laughs> Christopher Bosch played one year at Georgia Tech in, in 2003, and our team did not do well because we apparently mismanaged the whole squad. Yeah. He went on to have an illustrious career in the NBA, played for the Raptors, played for the Heat. In, I believe, 2016... He retired yeah. because of blood clots that he thought were just part of the aging process. But I am here to say, 
Ah, this is tough. Yeah, this, this is, is really hard for me. I caused the blood clots. Yeah. I thought that because he still had three years of college eligibility, I could tank his NBA career so that, obviously he was an older guy by that point, but I thought he would have to take some time off from the NBA, but by the time he healed, he couldn't go back to the NBA, he wasn't good enough, but maybe he's still good enough for college Mm -hmm. and could go and give us another three years because we'd love to coach him again. And obviously that was unsuccessful. He's happily retired with his family and doing interviews with Drake I just say, doing and LeBron. Great interviews. So that didn't go exactly the way I planned. Chris yeah. Bosh, we love you. Mm. You are the greatest player we have ever coached. I'm sorry that we failed you and didn't take you to a Final Four. Yeah. But just know that you are, you are a god amongst men. Mm-hmm. You are a god amongst men. You were born to play the two. I'm not sure why they shifted you yeah. in your professional career. Chris Bosh, we love you. And I'm sorry about the blood clots. Yeah, and Christopher Bosch, Christopher, I want to say I forgive you as well for playing for the heat of all teams. Mm. That hurt in the moment. You known about our legal spat with Pat Riley and them. Uh-huh. And then to see you put on that jersey with heat with one T hurt me and yeah. i know i said some things on twitter that were probably out of bounds but i was upset so that was weight off our shoulders mm. i don't know about you i feel a lot better oh uh, i feel like i mean confessing yeah. on air to all these horrible things we've done has made me feel so good about myself i feel like i'm walking around 10 pounds lighter nowadays yeah yeah, yeah this was a great pod mm. I had, this was a, a good time uh Again, please check out Bollywood. That's mm-hmm. going to be huge. Yep. Thank you guys so much for listening. Every single one of you, we appreciate. Even those who call us mean things in the comments and say, you guys don't know what you're talking about. You're ignorant. Read a book. We love you as well because... We love our haters. Mm, we yeah. love our haters. And on that note, take care. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.